What up, y'all? Welcome back to Ball Out Podcast. This is your host, Tyler Leroy, and we got a special episode today. Steph Curry. That's right. My boy, Chef Curry, just broke Ray Allen's three-point record. So you already know we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about these last 25 to 30 games in the NBA season. We're going to catch up, talk about all what the fuck has been going on. Some teams that have been struggling, some teams that have been balling. We're going to talk all about this shit. We're going to talk about all these players, my fantasy team, whole lot of fucking fixings. We got that going on. We already know, boy, we six and two out of the eight weeks so far. We're doing all right. So we're going to catch in with all that. I hope everybody's having a great holiday season. Hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving. Hope everyone's ready for Christmas. So sit back, relax, and let's get into this episode of the fucking podcast, bitch. Let's fucking go. Right, all right. Basketball season. We're a little bit over a quarter done, but don't worry. We got a lot of basketball left. We're not even at fucking Christmas time yet. You know, I mean, we're getting there, but we're not even at the best games. You know, we're not even halfway, motherfucker. We're not even at All Star break yet, so we're good. We are good. If you do not know, if you have been living under a fucking rock, my boy, the best point guard ever. Yes, ever. Steph Curry. He passed Ray Allen's record. Let's go, boy. I'm so happy for Steph. Uh, if you did not watch the game, he did it against the Knicks at Madison Square Garden, which was fucking dope. That was awesome. Uh, I watched that game. My boy Julius Randle, you already know, fantasy. My boy Junkyard Dog was getting buckets. He fucking was balling. Too bad the Knicks so far this year. Just They're just, I don't know. We're going to talk about the Knicks. We're going to talk about the Celtics, but right now let's talk about Golden State. Let's talk about these uh, Golden State Warriors and my boy, Steph Curry. Now, I just want to say, you know, I want my I want my thanks and my applause because I called this shit. You know, I did go back to when I was in, you know, summertime, you know, fall time, right before basketball even started. I was saying this even when... I was rooting for the Suns. And don't get me wrong. I fucking love the Suns. We definitely going to talk about the Suns. My boy Chris Paul has been balling ever since D-Book has been gone. He's been balling all year. He's having a great year again. Still one of the top five point guards. The Suns are definitely a chance to win a championship this year. No question. So is Utah. And I think Golden State are the three teams. But no, I'm in a good mood. So I'm not going to get into like all the smoke right now. I probably will a little bit later. But um. Nah, man, I call this shit, I'm a fucking genius, man. I'm a GOAT, bro. I really am a GOAT. Like, when it comes to this shit, I'm a GOAT, bro. Like, Stephen A should not have a job. Half the motherfuckers on ESPN, half of them on Fox, like, they're all stupid. Like, they're all dumb. They're all big-time dumb. All these other dudes, they're stupid. Like, I'm smart. Like, I know what I'm talking about. There's so many hot takes I've had that literally have happened since the 30 episodes I've made these fucking podcasts. Like, I can't even count how many fucking times I was right about stuff. Like, I'm the GOAT, bro. I, I really am the GOAT. I'm the upcoming GOAT. That's what I am. I'm not even good at cap. Like, I predicted this. I literally predicted this happening. I literally said, Curry's going to be probably an MVP candidate, him or Kevin Durant. Then I'm like, they're going to be really fucking good. Now, my standings were a little off. I had them being fourth, not first. I'll fucking take it. Home court either way. But my fucking point is, I had them going 
you know, to the finals or at least conference finals. I, fuck that. I really did. I had them going to the finals. The only team in the playoffs in the West that I think could even fuck with Golden State is the Suns. That's it. I like the Jazz. I think the Jazz are a really good basketball team. I think they have a lot of good players. I love Donovan Mitchell. I like Bogdanovich. I like, you know, Gobert. I'm hit or miss with, but he's a good defender, you know, in the, you know, <clears throat> interior. Great defender. You know, we all know he's a dominant paint protector. So we already know that. But, you know, they have nice role players, great coach. They just have a nice system. I fuck with the Jazz. I like the Jazz. I just don't think they have enough to beat a team in seven games like, you know, Phoenix or, you know, honestly, a healthy Denver team or even Golden State. I just don't think they're good enough to beat them. Now, would I be surprised if they did pull it off and go to the finals? I'd be a little surprised if they beat Golden State or Phoenix, but anybody else, no. I can see them beating, but I can see them kicking the Lakers' ass, the Clippers' ass, uh, the Nuggets, you know, the fucking Mavs. Like, the West this year, low-key, is not that good, you know, to be completely honest. The whole league this year, so far, these last, you know, what were we at, 27 games, if I have to guess off the top of my head, 26, 27 games in, they're not, like, there's not a team besides Golden State and the Suns that are really like, oh, wow, like, look at that fucking team. You know, there's, they don't really have that. Like, the Nets are 20-8, and eight, but, like, they should be. You know, like, the Bulls are the only team that is really surprising anybody this year. But, I mean, Golden State this year, I mean, they're just, they're just fucking better. I mean, Cleveland's good, too. I think Cleveland's, I don't know if they're going to keep this fucking four seed they got. I don't know if they're going to keep this. It's still early. But, I mean, the Cavs, man, I love Darius Garland. Darius Garland's a fucking man. I love Darius Garland. I drafted him for a fucking reason this year, and he has been balling. And I mean fucking balling. And ever since Colin Sexton's been out, he's been balling even more, which is obviously expected. But he's even doing it in an efficient way. Like, he's not turning the ball over as much as he normally does. He's racking up assists. Like, look, against Sacramento, 16 points, 3 steals, a block, 13 assists. 6 rebounds. Then, the game before, against Minnesota, 12 points, 12 assists, two steal, or, uh, 1 steal. Then he had, um, let's see, last against Miami, 16 points, 3 steals, 5 assists, 4 rebounds, and he hit 3 threes. He's been banging threes, man. His threes have been going up a lot. When, uh, the first couple weeks in the season, he was only at 1.5. He's at two, a little bit over two and a half threes made uh, this year so far. Like, Gary and, like, Garland's got a nice little strap, man. That dude can shoot. I ain't got a cap. Nice little team over there, Cleveland. They're upcoming. I'm uh, I'm happy to see it, you know. I like to see new teams be good. I like to root for new upcoming underdog teams. I like that. Kevin Love's been playing good this year, too, over there. I got him in fantasy. I fucking picked him up in free agency. Because he's been playing really good. He's been hitting some threes here and there, getting rebounds. Like, he's playing pretty good. Right now, he's averaging 12 and 7, you know, with two threes a game. I'll take that. And he's only playing 20 minutes, you know. And he's had games this year where he's had, like, good games. Like, look, he had 23 points uh, one game in 24 minutes, uh, 23 and 9. You know, he's banging threes. 
<clears throat> like right here against Miami, uh, 23 points. Yeah, nine rebounds, fucking five threes. I mean, shit, man. I mean, a lot of OGs this year have been balling. You know, Aldridge has been balling. Al, Al Horvath's had a couple games this year where they've been balling. Uh, fucking, you know, Kevin, Kevin Love's had a couple games. Mello, Mello's been playing pretty good over there in L.A., as he should. Uh, you know, Kyle Lowry, I know he's not as old as these other guys, but he's getting up there, and he's been balling. You know, he's still holding his own over there. I mean, since Jimmy Butler's been out, he's been holding his own. So, you know, a lot of OGs are still balling, which is cool to see. Um, but Golden State, man, it's just it's, it's real dope to see Golden State be this good without Clay. Uh, but here's the thing, though. This is like the little thing I was talking about with my friends and uh, my boy John that I used to work with, my, my old boss. We were talking like we were like, should Jordan Poole come off the bench or should he just start for the rest of the year too? Because you gotta think. You got Steph balling, right? Like, Steph's hooping. You know what I mean? Like, he's Steph. Like, it doesn't matter if he plays with Clay or with Jordan Poole right now. Like, he's balling regardless. But it's like, Jordan Poole, in my opinion, this is one of the topics we're going to talk about today, uh, is Jordan Poole uh, most improved player? I think he is. I think Jordan Poole should win most improved player because Tyler Hero's been balling. Okay, we're, we're not even going to – you know, disagree on that. And I, I called that, too. I just say Tyler Hero is going to ball out this year. You know? I said it about Kuzma, too. But we'll talk about Kuzma, not today, but other times. Um, But, no, uh, Jordan Poole, because here's why. My man went from averaging, what was it, like fucking seven points last year to this year he's averaging like a solid 18 points a game. And he's shooting good, too. Like, he's shooting efficient. I mean, he's the second option on offense right now on this team. Like, he is their second option right now. So, it's not like he's, like, their third, fourth option. He's shooting more shots than Andrew Wiggins right now. Look at this shit. I'm sorry. He went from averaging um, 9 points to 12 points to now 18 points a game. He is really taking on that starting role. In all 28 games he's played, he's started. He's averaging, you know, plays 31 minutes. He's shooting 44 from the field, which is pretty good. Uh, 34% from three off almost eight attempts. That's not the best. That could be better. Um, his free throw percentage is at 90%. Uh, he's averaging three and a half assists. Uh, he's averaging a steal a game too. So he's playing both sides of the ball. He's averaging a steal. And he's getting you 18 points. So it's like he's he's doing a little bit of everything on the floor. And you got to think, man, from playing 19 minutes last year, to 30 minutes this year and to take Klay Thompson's spot, that's a big responsibility. You know, Tyler Hero, he kind of just came out the gate this year balling, but, you know, Duncan Robinson was still the starter. You know, they they didn't – they put Poole because they had to at the starting lineup. They had to put him there because they didn't have another option, you know. So it's like seeing him take that responsibility, that's a really big ballsy move to do and to fulfill. So, shout out to my boy, Jordan Poole, man, playing over here in Michigan, representing Michigan. That's what's up. You know, I fucking love Jordan Poole, man. I I think he's a really good player. I think he could be a nice second or third option even when Clay comes back and he's healthy even next year. I think Jordan Poole's going to stay here because you got to keep him. Can't let him walk. You know what I mean? He's going to probably get paid next year because he's in his fourth year. He's going to get paid. They can't let him go because they know. That's the thing. You know, I love Curry, but he's 33. 
you know, Clay's, I think he's 31, 32. So Clay's getting up there. Draymond's in his earlier 30s. They're all in their early 30s. So, you know, pushing their mid 30s. So you got young guys like Jordan Poole coming up. You got to pay him and keep him there because once Curry, you know, or Clay or whoever is out the door or pushing out the door sooner or later, you still got this really nice young kid right here you can build around with, hopefully. And you have James Wiseman, too, which we don't know what he's going to do either. That's the thing about the Warriors that is insane. I don't know. Some people may not watch these games. You might watch the highlights. I don't know what the fuck you're doing if you're doing that because, dude, this team is so fun to watch. They swing the ball so well. I mean, it's so... I've never seen a team play basketball like this since, like, the 2014 Spurs, you know, when they beat LeBron. And it's like everyone on the court just just touches the ball and then someone just completely it's beautiful it it literally it's sick it's sick basketball I love it I love watching Golden State I this is in my opinion the most entertaining fun team to watch and so are the Suns that's why I love the Suns too because they swing the ball I hate these fucking teams like I love it's weird though that I say that because I love the Knicks there's just something about the Knicks I just fuck with but you know, and I fuck with Julius Randle too, but it's like they don't swing the ball. You know, they don't like it's a lot of ISO kick, ISO kick, screen. You know, pick and roll or dump it down to you know Julius for a fucking fadeaway or a hook shot. You know, or if you know pick and pop. You know, there's only there's only a couple things they do. Golden State, and the thing is too with Golden State, you know, there's games where Damian Leisure leading score or Jordan Poole has thirty. Or Curry has 40. Draymond Green has a triple-double. Or Andrew Wiggins is balling. You know, that's another player I feel like is just always slept on too is Andrew Wiggins. Because I told all my boys when they traded him for D'Lo, I'm like, D'Lo is better, yes. But Andrew Wiggins is better for this team. Andrew Wiggins is a nice two-way scoring forward in today's NBA. Is he a lockdown? No. But he plays defense. I don't know where he had this fucking notion where all of a sudden he doesn't play defense. You know, I don't like that because he does. He's not, he's not fucking Kawhi Leonard. You know, he's not Paul George. He's not Jimmy Butler, but he does play defense. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like the guy's going out there just jogging on the court. The dude's playing defense when you need him to. He can get a block. He can get a couple steals. I've seen it. You know, he don't pass. He doesn't really rebound that well. He gets some steals, some blocks. Gets a couple threes, gets close to 20 points every night. Then he has those games he drops 30, and that's what they need. Because if Curry, because they're at the point now where they know how to play if Curry's not being efficient, and that's what makes this team so dangerous. Because there's nights where they don't need Curry to drop 30. They don't. They just need him to be efficient. And to be honest, Curry's field goal percentage this year is is not that good. It's like 43%. So, Curry all this year really has not been um, that efficient from the field this year. You know, he's had games where he shot great, you know, and I have him in fantasy. So I see it every fucking week, every time I look. While I'm watching the game, I'm fucking looking at the shit anyway. But I'm like, um, if you look right here, yeah, he's shooting like a career low pretty much. I mean... Every he averages 47.5 for his career. Right now he's shooting 43.1. That's not that good. Like last year, 
He took more shots, and he shot 48-2. or forty-eight-two. He shot 21.7 shots a game. So he's only shooting 20.3. So his shots are almost down two a game. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I mean, his numbers are still good. You know what I mean? Like <clears throat> 27, a steal and a half, you know, five and a half rebounds, uh, six assists. You know, like he's playing all around. You know, like there's games this year he's had a double-double with 10 rebounds instead of assists. So he's kind of, I mean, he's got that more bulky girth body type now than he used to when he was, you know, MVP a couple years ago when he was like that skinny little dude running around. Now he's actually got some muscle and he's got some size and he takes it to the basket a lot more than he used to. He doesn't really shoot that bullshit floater he used to. Now he's actually going down there trying to create contact. And it's like, you don't need him to drop 35 anymore like they did last year because now they actually have some scores. They have shooters. You know, that's what I was trying to tell people. Yes, these guys, some on the bench, they're not the biggest name. They're not. But they fit there. That's the thing. They fit there. Gary Payton III is not playing anywhere else, but he fits in Golden State. He fits there. He plays two-way, tacks the basket, gets lobs, plays defense. That's all they need him to do. You know, they don't fucking need him to go out there and drop 30. That's just not that's not his job. That's the thing. Why I love Golden State. Why I love Phoenix. Even, you know, I'm kind of growing on Milwaukee because they have guys like that. I like teams like that. I, that's why I don't fuck with – I like the Knicks, but majority of the time, that's why I hate Boston because nobody on there knows their role. They don't know their role. Everybody there thinks they're a fucking superstar and they're all playing for a contract or they're all playing – to um, you know, impress everybody. It's like Tatum and Brown should be the only guy shooting over 20 shots a game. Marcus Smart should never even be coming close to taking 20 shots. Dennis Schroeder, if he has a hot night, I can accept that. But that's it. That's it. And that's the thing, too. They, they don't have any scoring. And that's the problem with Boston and all these other teams. They don't know their roles. And that's why Golden State and Utah and Phoenix those three teams are in the top because everyone there knows their role. No one there is playing to look good on TV. Everybody there is trying to win a championship. And that's what they're doing. Even the Clippers. I'll give them. Ty Lue's a fucking great coach. All these shitty teams. I'm telling you, man. Coaching matters. Chemistry matters. Chemistry, in my opinion, is the biggest thing. That's the biggest thing. Because look at Clay and Curry. They're... And no, no debate, no debate at all. I don't care what anyone says. They're a top five duo ever in basketball. I don't care what anyone says. I don't care. One of them five, one of you motherfuckers got to get out. One on one, no. They're pro- like you look at Clay. He's a great player, but he's not a first ballot maybe Hall of Famer. You know, first ballot Hall of Famers are like Curry, you know, Jordan, Mike, Cole, LeBron, you know, Bird. Those are first ballot. Clay isn't in that room. He's in the room below them. He belongs in the Hall of Fame, but not first ballot. And there's been a lot of two guys that are first ballot Hall of Famers, you know, and it's, yes, they win championships, or some don't. That's the thing. There's been two Hall of Famers on the same roster. They don't win as much. Klay Thompson and Steph Curry have went to five finals, and they've won three. And, you know, if I was a betting man, which I am, I would bet they're going to win one this year. And you can argue Clay won't be a big part of that, which I don't think it's fair because we don't know that. Clay might come back. And average 17, 18 a game off the bench for a while and then take the starting lineup in the playoffs. Or he might have a handful of games in the playoffs where he has 30. 
We don't know. We have to wait. I think he's going to come back a little bit after Christmas. I know they're trying to aim before Christmas, but as of today, it's the 15th, and there's no news on him coming back. He is doing five-on-five full uh, drill practices, though, which is really good. James Wiseman is not. Uh, I don't know what the fuck is going on with Wiseman, but we got to wait on that. And it's like, you know, I don't think people understand, like, how big of a deal Curry beating Ray Allen's record is. Because here's the problem for you little, you know, Curry haters or you Mr. Know-it-alls that, you know, you watch ESPN and you think you know what you're talking about. But you actually don't. There is not one person that has ever played basketball that's even in the same room as a shooter as Steph, okay? Including Ray Allen, Reggie Miller, Bird. They're not, it's not even close. It's not even fucking close. And you could say, oh, it's a different era. They shoot a lot more threes. Ray Allen would have way more. Reggie Miller would have way more. That's true. They would. Reggie Miller and Ray Allen and Bird and all these guys, they would have more threes than what they got, okay? I completely understand. But you're not listening. Curry is that Curry beat Ray Allen's record, okay? Playing 511 less games. Ray Allen played 1,300 games, okay, in his career. Curry has played 789 games so far, and he already beat his record, okay? Curry's average from three for his career is, let me see, I think it's almost five a game. So, we won't, you know, we we don't even got to do his average. We can even lower it just a little bit. Let's see, his average is 3.8 is his average. Um, That's his threes he makes per game. He averages three and a Point eight, so close to four. So we'll just do that, okay? Five hundred and eleven divided by eighty-two. It's a little bit over six years. So let's just say for the next six years, you know, Curry hits three threes a game. So let's see, eighty-two times three. So if he hits three threes, that's a game in eighty-two games. That's two hundred and forty-six threes. Times that by five, it's twelve hundred thirty. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's not even close. The, the, the guy is going to fucking make so many more threes. He's going to have close to 4,000. It's No one's going to beat that. He's on track this year, they said, to hit like 440 threes. That's stupid. Like, that's dumb. Do you know how insane that is to do that? He's gonna. He's on track to hit 443s in one season. There's guys in the NBA that don't even get that in two to three, four years. He's gonna do that in one season. It's not even fucking close. This guy wipes any shooter in the world. The only one, the only one that can even fuck with this guy is Clay because he's the second best shooter ever. I don't care. I don't care. He's missed two years. He'd easily be top 10 probably right now if he was healthy because he's already top 20 in threes and he's missed two fucking years. So 
And now his role, he's really going to just be shooting threes because he has no knees or legs left to even drive and kick or do anything. They're going to have him just banging threes, catching and shooting, coming off screens like they always do. That's it. And that's all they need him for. And Clay's sick. Curry's sick. They're the best backcourt ever. Fucking ever. You know, people need to understand how good Steph is. He is not just one of the best shooters or the best shooter. He's one of the best players ever. He's the best point guard ever. People need to start putting Curry in the same room with LeBron, Kobe, Mike, Bird, Magic, Shaq, Tim Dunk, all those guys. If Steph Curry and Kevin Durant, but really Steph, if Steph is not in your top 10 list, I can't take you serious. I can't. Because if he does win MVP this year, now he's going to have three MVPs, three uh, NBA championships. He's going to be all-time in threes, and he's still going for another at least four years on top. He's 33 years old. He has about three and a half to four years probably to where he's still one of the five best players in basketball unless something insane happens where he gets a bad injury, which I don't think is happening anytime soon because he – He's fine. He hasn't missed a lot of games in a long time. So it's like I don't really see that happening. And it's not even it's not even close. So anyone that is listening to this that wants to argue, don't even argue with anybody. Don't argue. And if you have friends that don't think like that Steph is the best shooter, don't talk to them cuz they're stupid. They're just dumb. He's the best shooter ever. It's not even close. It's listen to me. I'm telling you, it's not even close. There's not, it's it's not even close. Ray Allen is not a better shooter. It's not even close. He's not even in the same room. Neither is Reggie Miller. You know, Harden, none of those guys. You know, Paul Pierce, Vince Carter, you know, Steve Nash, Jason Kidd. A lot of those guys are on that list because they played a long time. That's all. You know, like Vince Carter is a good shooter, but he's on the same class as a shooter as fucking Steph Curry or Ray Allen. He played 20 years. LeBron's going to be top 10 in threes probably, but it's not because he's a good three-point shooter. He's an average at best, but he's going to fucking play 20-plus years. You know? So it's like, no shit. So some people on this list, like Jason Kidd, he played forever. That's why he's on this list. Like, he's above Clay. He's above Paul Pierce. He's not a better shooter than neither of those guys. He's not. He's not even in the same room as those guys. But since he played fucking 30 million years, he's going to be on that list. Because even if you're an average shooter, if you play 20 years compared to someone who was a really good shooter that played only 12, 15 years, chances are if you're at least average at them, you're going to end up beating them sooner or later on this list. Like James Harden, he's a he's a good three-point shooter, but he's not great at it. But he shoots a fuck ton of them. That's why he's already top five or top six. He's going to probably be second the way he's going. It's not because he's the second best shooter ever. It's just because he shot a fuck ton of threes. Since we're talking about the West, let's talk a little bit about the East. Um, Boston. Uh, I've been on record many, many, many times saying Boston sucks. And to be honest, I still feel that way. Um, I don't think they have enough. I don't think they have anything. I, I think they literally they don't have anything that really anyone wants. Besides Tatum and Brown. Everybody else on that team is just a role player. That's it. And some of them that get minutes aren't even that. 
Josh Richardson sucks. He's garbage. This roster sucks. If this roster, you know, some of these players, if this roster was four, five, six years ago, okay, now you maybe have some. Josh Richardson a couple years ago was a better player. Al Horvath was a way better player. Fucking Marcus Smart is pretty much the fucking same. You know, they don't really, you know, Anis Cantor was a lot better back then. They don't fucking have anything that anyone really is wanting. Their bench sucks. Their coaching is young. You know, new GM, new coach. It's like they suck. They're average as fuck at best. They don't got nothing that nobody wants. Nobody's like rushing to get Dennis Schroeder. No one's rushing to get Josh Richardson. No one in their mind is going to pay Al Horver what you're paying him. It's stupid. Why would why would they take that? Why? You trade him for fucking... You trade Kemba for uh, Al Horvard. Okay. Why? Because you're fucked either way. You should just start Robert Griffin and call it a day. I don't understand this shit. He's better than Al Horvard right now. He is. He's a better player. Al Horvard is going to get you four good games in a row and then five shitters in a row. And then he's going to play 20 fucking minutes. Robert Williams III could easily get you 12 points, 10 rebounds, two blocks every night if you started him 30 minutes. No question. Because this is what he's doing right now in 27 minutes. Nine points, eight rebounds, close to two blocks a game, and he's only playing 27 minutes. Why is he only playing 27 minutes? I don't fucking know. But this new shit in the NBA where if you can't fucking hit a three-pointer as a big man, you only get 20 minutes, it needs to fucking stop. It needs to stop because not every big man can be Towns or Porzingis because look at it. That's the reality. Those are the only good big men shooters, really. Vucevic and Jokic, they can hit threes. Miles Turner can hit threes, but they're not out there sparking them. You know, Towns is out there sparking them. You know, Porzingis, that's a stretch big. They can hit four, five threes a lot of times. If Miles Turner has five threes, that's a fucking great game for him. Like, that's a really good game for Like, he's going to remember that fucking game. Towns gets four or five threes almost every other week. You know, Vucevic, he gets you like one, maybe two. Same with Yoke. Yoke is not out here banging five, six threes a game for a stretch of period of time. He's just not his thing. He has a game or two where he hits him and gets hot and hits a couple. Yes, but... Like MB, like he's not like he's not the biggest threat out there. He's it's cute when he shoots him. It looks stupid. It's dumb. Stop making this notion that if you're a seven footer and you can't shoot threes, then you barely play. Cause it's like, then why do you have him on the team? Why? Because we've seen players that can play that style win or be an important piece. Rudy Gobert, Clint Capella, Andre Drummond in Detroit. They've had great numbers. DeAndre Jordan with L.A. You know, Hassan Whiteside has had seasons where he looks really good and efficient. And there's some players that I just don't understand why. Why is it that if you don't hit a 30-foot bomb as a center, they don't play you? Al Horvard should not be your starting center in today's NBA at his age. He just should not be. And that's the problem with the Knicks. They have a great player in Mitchell Robinson that they could easily get a double-double and two blocks every fucking night, and they don't play him. They don't play him, and don't tell me they play him because they don't because like, I'm in fucking fantasy. I just fucking dropped them because they don't fucking play him. 
The games they do play him, he plays solid. He gets you 10 points or maybe even 9 points, but then he'll get you 12 rebounds and 3 blocks. That's what you need. You need points to run in transition. You can't get transition if your center is fucking shooting threes across the court and bricking the shit out of them. I can't fucking stand these centers that have these green lights when they're not even that good at it. Joel Embiid is not that good of a three-point shooter. He's not. Look at his numbers. They're average at best. I mean, his percentages are average. Like, no one is screaming about this shit. I mean, this is his numbers right now. 38%, which is it's fine. He makes one for three and a half. You know, one for three. He's always one for three, which is fine. But it's like, why do they act like he's some great fucking shooter? Because he's not. Same with Vucevic. I mean, Vuce, he just developed that a couple years ago. I mean, look, 33. 30, like, he's shooting 34% this year. He's shooting one and a half for almost... He shoots almost five threes a game. That's stupid. He should never take five threes. Ever. Look at Towns. This, this, this is a shooter. This is a stretch big. Two and a half for a little bit over five and a half. 42%. That's a shooter. That is a stretch big. Look at this shit. Two and a half for six. Three and a half for eight. 41%. He's shooting almost 40% as a big from three. This is a stretch big. That is what a stretch big is. Not no fucking 35%. No one gives a fuck. Here's Porzingis right here. You know, he averages a little bit, like 36%. Look, he shoots, last year was a little bit under 2.5 for 6, 38%, 2.5 for 7, 35%. It's not that good. But then he has seasons like this. He shoots almost 40%, 2 for 5 almost every night, you know, 39.5. Like he's had seasons where he can get close to 40%. This is more of a stretch big. This is what you want. That's a stretch big. You know, Al Horford, like, fuck off, Al Horford. And it's getting to the point now, like, Kevin Love, that's a stretch big. That's a guy that can stretch the floor and hit threes. That's a perfect, Kevin Love is a fucking stretch big. He shoots for a career 37%. He shoots, look, this year, he shoots 40% from three. Two for five, two, two and a half for six, you know, fucking two and a half for seven, Two and a half. I mean, he's getting you two and a half plus a game. He's making two and a half, almost three threes a night. That is a stretch big. That is what you want. I if Kevin Love is a better fit in Boston than fucking Al Horvard. Those are the guys that they should be getting. Not fucking Al Horvard. He his numbers suck. He's not efficient. He's up and down. No one needs him. They, this roster is garbage, and it's the same thing with the fucking Knicks. They, their roster is okay. They have some scores, but they don't really have another go-to guy, and I get it. RJ's been out, okay, but he's not that guy either. RJ Barrett is not that guy. He should not be your second option. RJ Barrett is like a high fourth option, maybe a third option on a really good basketball team. That's what RJ is going to be. He's going to be a third or fourth option player. 
and that's fine. He's going to be a good little role player. He's going to get you about 15 to 17 a night. He's going to get you only a couple assists, a couple rebounds, and come off. His three-point percentage is always up and down. His field goal is always up and down. He makes a lot of bad turnovers. His decision-making is not the best. Uh, he's not as consistent as Julius Randle. He, I don't think he can take that load like a Ju- pause like Julius Randle. Uh, there's just some, some guys are meant for it, some aren't. You know, when you look at Boston and you look at the Knicks, they have only about one to two players max that anybody has any idea, you know, they want anything for. They have Jalen Brown and they have fucking uh, Jason Tatum. And the Knicks, I mean, you got Julius Randle, maybe quickly, and Derrick Rose. Those are, I mean, D Rose ain't getting paid, but a lot of good teams would like D Rose as their backup point guard, is what I'm saying. Those are probably the only players. I would say Forte, but the fucking guy has been playing like shit since he's fucking been over there. He's been playing like shit. He played way better over there in Orlando. Ever since he left Orlando, he's been playing like dog shit. And I was excited for him to go over there in New York, and he started off good over there. But he don't play no fucking defense. And you already know Tom Thibodeau ain't going to fucking play if you don't play defense. That's the fucking thing. I don't get why he doesn't play Mitchell Robinson. It's stupid. It's like you need to be somewhat consistent. You get what I'm saying? And that's the thing with the Heat. I feel like they're good when it comes to guards. You know, you got Butler. You got Hero. Robinson. Lowry. You got about four or five guards that can go out there and get you buckets. But they're fucking bigs. I mean, Dwayne Denman, it's just like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if in the playoffs that's what you need. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I, I don't know. I just feel like there's some teams in the East that are iffy. And that's the thing about Milwaukee. I think they're going to go again. I don't think Brooklyn has it, man. I just don't. I don't see it. I don't. Their role players suck. They have three guys. That's it. Like, right. With Joe Harris out, they have three guys. You have Katie, Harden, Aldridge. That's it. That's it. That's all they got. And Patty Mills. I'll give you Patty Mills. Patty Mills has been balling pretty well off the bench. But that's it. That's all you got. That's all. Blake sucks. Millsap sucks. Bruce Brown sucks. They suck. Be be real. They suck. They're not good. Claxton sucks. I'm sorry, but he sucks. In the playoffs, he's not going to be a guy that, you know, plays better, you know, or you know what I mean? It's like, I don't even trust Millsap in the play because he's so old. He's just so washed. And Blake Griffin's garbage. Like, they suck. And it's like, Kyrie's not going to get vaccinated. We already know that. There's talks about it. He ain't fucking getting vaccinated. That fucking guy is not getting vaccinated. That guy is comfortably fine making $17 million a year to go prove a point. That's what he's trying to do. I'm not going to come out here and diss Kyrie. Because he has all his right to do what he's doing. As a teammate, would I like it? No. But as a fan, I respect his decision to do what he wants to do. And I'm not going to belittle him because he doesn't want to get vaccinated. This is Listen, this is the only time I'm going to say this shit, okay? Listen. Everyone listen. I have no problem if you're vaccinated. I don't care. I have no problem if you're not vaccinated. Because guess what? I'm not vaccinated, Okay. But I have a lot of friends that are and family members that are. Am I going to bash them? No. Should I expect them to bash me? No. I think it's your decision with your right. And I have no problem with Kyrie not wanting to get vaccinated. I also don't have a problem with him not being able to play. Because, listen, if it's a fucking rule, 
I don't think it should be a rule. No, I don't think you should force anything like that on people. I think it should be your own personal choice. But listen, if I'm Kyrie Irving, this is all I'm going to say. If I'm Kyrie in that predicament, I'm getting vaccinated. I won't like it, but I'm going to get vaccinated. That's all I'm going to say. I would get vaccinated with my teammates. I would suck it up. I'd play, deal with it, and that'd be it. I go with me in this championship. That's exactly what I would be thinking. But I don't think he cares about basketball the way that he used to. I don't. And that's fine. He's 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 already made his mark in the NBA. Kyrie Irving can retire right now. Yes, there's some people that won't like him, but he's known as the one or second best ball handler to ever play basketball, one of the greatest skilled players to ever touch a ball, and one of the 20 best point guards to ever play basketball. And yes, a top 75 player. Fuck off. We will talk about that list sooner or later. I know it's old, but I don't care. I keep seeing shit on this list that people act like these fucking old bums from the 50s should be on there. Fuck yourself. Kyrie is a top 75 player. Let's just get that off the fucking map right now. Top 75, no fucking question, no argument. Thank you. Now, I don't think he's coming back. I don't think he should. And I don't think they should want him back this year. They're fine without him right now. They're winning games without him. Now, with all this protocol bullshit, would I be surprised if he came back? I don't know. I don't know if he's going to come back. To be honest, I would kind of want to see what they do without him because they're twenty and eight without him. So they're first in the they're first in the East, and they're like I think they're top six in the league with records right now. So they're doing okay. They don't really need him as much as people think. I I think you'll need him for the playoffs because you need another guy. I mean, this is how I felt even before Harden got there. I thought. They were the best when they had Allen, Levert, and Kyrie, Harris, Dinwiddie, and all those other players. Because over there, you had some depth. This team has no depth because it's tied all in your backcourt. You have three guys getting max dollar, and everybody else is like on fucking veterans minimum. It's stupid. So they don't really have anyone else. And nobody wants Kyrie because, motherfucker, he ain't going to play. And this is the thing that I don't really understand. Bradley Beal is not vaccinated, but he played in Brooklyn. And why is that? That's the only thing I don't get. Why is it only Kyrie that isn't vaccinated can't play in Brooklyn? But Bradley Beal has played there twice now, and he's fucking, he's played. I just find that a little weird. I'm not saying the NBA is out to get Kyrie, but I definitely think there's media out there that hates Kyrie. But not over here on Ball Out. We we respect Kyrie we fuck with Kyrie. Kyrie, if you ever listen to this right now, boy, I fuck with you. You're one of the best players in the league. You're the fucking man. Do what you got to do to get your fucking head right. Do what you got to fucking do, bro. I, I always got you, boy. Kyrie's the fucking man. Off the court, on the court, I fuck with Kyrie. Kyrie's the shit. At the end of the day, you're a fucking basketball player. Hell of a basketball player. You're the fucking man. Do what you got to do, say what you got to say, stand what you got to stand for, and fuck, I fuck with it. Go ahead. I fuck with it. Bro, what the fuck is up with Zion, bro? What What is up with him? Like, why is he fat as fuck? Why? I want to know. Okay? I get it. 
you gotta you 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 fucked up. Okay, I get it. You like to eat pizza all day. You know, you like to do all this other shit. But you gotta get the fuck up and start doing some shit, bro. You're a fucking athlete. Like, what are you doing? What the fuck is going on with Zion? For real. Like, what the fuck is going on? Why the fuck are you damn near 100 pounds overweight? What the fuck are you doing? You're a fucking athlete, bro. What the fuck, man? I fucking like Zion. I fuck with Zion. I got his fucking jersey in my fucking closet, yo. What the fuck? I don't understand. Like, what are you do? What are you doing? Why are you eating pizza all day, sleeping in film, not doing shit? I get it. You got a foot surgery. But fucking diet, bruh. Do something. What are you doing? You can't just eat like shit, not act, fucking exercise, and then be a fat fuck, and then expect to come back and not get clowned. Did you see how fucking big that guy is now? And I don't give a fuck what anyone says. There's some rumors saying like, oh, it's not real. That shit's real, bro. That dude is easily, I don't know if he's 330, but he's definitely 310, 315 easily. That dude is fat as fuck. And you know what? I don't give a fuck. Fuck that. You're fucking fat. It's your fucking fault. You're not dieting. You're not taking this shit seriously. You're one of the best young players in the fucking league. And you're running around here wasting your talent. I get it. You're in New Orleans. You probably don't want to be there. I understand that. That organization sucks. You couldn't keep Chris Paul. You couldn't keep, uh, keep Anthony Davis. And now you ain't going to be able to keep Zion. And God knows if you're going to be able to keep Brandon Ingram happy. You didn't keep Lonzo happy. I understand. He's pissed. He's on his, like, his 10th fucking coach in the last three years. I get it. But, bro, you got to do something. You can't be eating pizza and drinking a two-liter for breakfast, lunch, and dinner and then not doing shit all day. You got to... Stop eating all you can eat Golden Corral and go fucking work out, bro. Did you see him on shoot around? It was so sad. He looked so unhappy. Like, he just looked like a fucking miserable person. He was just sitting there throwing up shots, looking like he didn't want to fucking try. It was sad. And I feel, in a way, I feel bad for him because it's just talent wasted. He's so good. He's a great player. He has a chance to be a revolution player. That fucking guy is so talented. And the gifts that he has is everyone wishes they could be like. I wish I was 6'7", fucking 270 pounds and I could jump out the gym. Hell yeah. That'd be the coolest thing ever. That kid. I'm not even going to call him a kid because he's the fucking same age as me. I'm going to call him. What the fuck are you doing? That's all I'm going to say. Have you ever listened to this shit? I'm not hating on you to hate on you, bro. I'm hating on you because there's so much more that we can see. And you're not putting in the work. And there's one thing I can't stand with athletes. It's when they don't try. You know, James Harden did that. He really just did not give a shit how he did Houston so wrong. And that really fucked up the league. Because, I, you know, there's a part of me that thinks this is all a plan for him to get, like, not traded, but, like, um... You know, just not playing. I don't think he wants to play there. I don't think he wants to be there, which I don't blame him because fucking, like I said, New Orleans is garbage, but you can't just not play and just can't not watch film. You can't be falling asleep during film, bro. 
Do you know how disrespectful that is to your teammates that are playing on the same team and wearing the same jersey? I don't give a fuck who my teammate is. If he's sleeping next to me during film while I'm out here trying to become the best player I can be for this team and city, I'm smacking the shit out of you, bro. I don't care if you're bigger than me. I don't give a fuck. You're going to respect me, bro. You're not going to just sit here and not fucking do anything. You're not going to just sit here and sleep all day, eat pizza, and just be a fat fuck. This is, this is not flying. This is not going to fly. And if I was Brandon Ingram, I'd be talking mad shit on Twitter. I'd be like, fuck this dude. Fuck this guy. I'm out here busting my ass, dropping 40 on Houston and dropping buckets. And I'm waiting for my co-star to come with me. And this motherfucker is... Drinking Mountain Dew with Zach Levine and playing 2K and jerking off and fucking playing Fortnite all day instead of being in the lab. All these other players with problems. PG had a horrible injury, comes back. Gordon Hayward comes back. Fucking all these... Kevin Durant comes back. All these guys get hurt, man. Doesn't mean you be a lazy fuck and not do nothing. You get your ass out there and you fucking ball out. Fuck. Boy. Pissing me off because I like Zion. I fuck with Zion. Watch. John Morant just got hurt. He's going to come back and fucking get his ass in the gym right when he can. And he's going to fucking practice, ball out for the rest of the season. Because they have a chance to make the playoffs this year. That's the fucking difference. If you don't want to be there, then don't play. Don't do shit. If I was New Orleans, I wouldn't help him with shit. I let him sit there and be a fat fuck and ruin his career then. You want to be a fat ass? You want to ruin your legacy? You want to ruin your stardom over there? You want to be a fat ass and roll to the fucking uh, layup line? Then go ahead, bruh, because you're not, you not coming. You're not playing. I don't want you in my arena. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be petty like that. I'd be petty as fuck. I'd be like, okay, bet. You don't want to die? You don't want to take us serious? You want to fucking, you know, have a nap? Fat boy, you know, you want to have a nap, fat ass, in fucking film? Go ahead, bro. Go go right ahead, bro. Bet. Go ahead. See what happens when your, your fucking key don't work for the building. You know, bet. Yeah. Fuck out of here, bro. I would even want you in my locker room. I, I would look at him so different. I look at him different. I'm not even his teammate. I wouldn't want to play with a guy like that that falls asleep in film. Like, what is that? That's disrespectful as hell. Fuck out of here, bro. Last thing I want to talk about is the uh, Atlanta Hawks. I'm I'm here to say this still. The Hawks are still legit. So don't 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 go run around and act like they ain't shit cuz they're three, you know 13 and 13, they're 500. I'm not even worried about it. We got a lot of ball left. You know what I'm saying? I still think they're one of the four to five best teams in the East easily. Fucking easily, you know? Do I think Cleveland is going to be better than them? No. The only teams that in my opinion that are really better than them uh, are the Nets and the Bucks and the the Heat and the Hawks? They can flip flop either or. I think they're both on the same, you know, uh, floor or you know what I mean, same league. But um, nah, man, I think the Hawks are legit. Trey Young's a fucking baller. You know, they got a great coach. Capella's sick. John Collins is sick. Uh, Collins has been balling this year, man. He's been playing really well. Really, really, really well for in in my opinion. I mean, every I got him in fantasy. Every time I look at him, man, he's got you know fifteen points, eight rebounds, a block or two, a three, and he's playing like pretty well this year. So you know, Capella has had a a handful of games this year where he's played pretty well. 
Uh, I think they just uh, need a little bit more time to get everybody back in the rotation. And they just need a little bit more time. Because by the time All-Star break hits, they're going to be sitting there right there. Fourth, fifth spot, probably. They'll be right there. Uh, I think, I I don't know what it is, but I feel like there's a handful of teams that are going to make some noise second half. I think the Hawks are going to do it. I don't know why. I feel like Charlotte might. I'm not. I'm not even a believer in Charlotte, but I just feel like second half of the season they might come out the gates and look pretty good. I don't know why, but I feel like the Pacers might go on a little run too. I don't know why. I just feel it. There's just a little feeling there. But there is talks that they might get rid of Turner and Sabonis and fucking all everybody. They might want to rebuild it all. So if they do that, then I don't fucking know. But also, wherever it depends those team those players go. That's a big thing because those are three really solid players. So, but I don't know, man. I feel like uh, the Hawks are the Hawks are fine. The only teams that I can't see them losing to are I, I see them losing to the Bucks again or the Nets. Those are the only two teams I think can really beat them. I mean, the Heat. I guess you know, like the Heat are fine. I you know, I'm I'm like still iffy on the Heat. Still, you know, I'm not like a diehard Heat. Fan, I I like I fuck with the Heat. I fuck with Jimmy buckets, but I don't know. There's just something there. I feel like Capella and Collins would just shit on them, and I feel like that's a big problem. I mean, they don't really have anybody that can really guard Butler and you know guys like Hero, but they don't really don't have a guy that can really stop Trey Young either. That would be a fun series to be honest. Watch those two teams go at it. So, you know, I still like I said, I still believe in the Hawks. I still think Trey Young got this. They ain't fucking gonna go out like that. All right, y'all, that's going to be it for today's episode of the Ball Out Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode of the Ball Out Podcast, make sure you like and share and download and share it with all of your fucking friends, man. Stay tuned to the Ball Out Podcast. This is where we get lit. This is the podcast where we talk sports and we talk that shit. Before I go, though, I cannot wait for Spider-Man, y'all. I cannot wait. That shit is going to be so fire. I cannot wait. Uh, I'm seeing it tomorrow, Thursday, with my uncle at like 6 o'clock. So I'll probably make a little, I'll talk about it. I won't spoil nothing. You know, I'll talk about what I think because I'm not the biggest Tom Holland guy. You got to remember, I'm 20. So I grew up with Toby and Garfield. I felt like, you know, I, I don't mind Tom Holland. I just don't take him as like that serious Spider-Man. But that's another topic for another day. But I can't wait. I really hope Toby's fucking in it, man. And Garfield will be dope to see. You know, I, I can't wait for that. So I'll be back soon, y'all. Y'all have a great uh, rest of y'all day. Thank y'all for tuning into the Ball Out Podcast. Everybody have a great holiday. You know, it's holiday season. You know what I'm saying? Get your gifts out. Go Christmas shopping early. Don't be fucking running last minute like a bunch of psychos to fucking stores and trampling over people like some psychos and shit. Uh, I'm excited though for Christmas. You know, Christmas is coming up soon. I got my family. I got some cool gifts to give out. I ain't gonna say them because some people in my family watch this shit. So I'm not gonna be spoiling what I got people and shit. But uh, if I'm not back, I will definitely be back right after Christmas. I'll probably post it. I'll probably post once or twice, probably before Christmas. But if not, uh, Merry Christmas, y'all. Y'all have a great holiday. And I will see y'all when I see y'all.